would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And today we're going extra late night, Doug. Mm -hmm. Not just in recording time because we are recording this later than we normally do. We're actually talking about the parks and what happens after hours. Yes, after hour events. We uh, were not very experienced. It's after my bedtime. So it we, is. I'm ready to go to bed. I don't know why we're doing this. this with it, but we, yeah, we have a guest. So we'll introduce him in a second. But first, we need to give a shout out to a couple new Patreons. Thank you, Lauren Holman and Hill Byers. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio community, getting the bonus and the after shows and some swag and some other things. I love the community. In fact, some of them are actually traveling to Walt Disney World right now, so we're living vicariously through them. Hopefully, they're doing some after hour events. But thank you so much for to all of our patreons for supporting the show yeah definitely and also watch for the the people that get the zoom i should be posting that soon so watch for the zoom date and time for august that will be uh it's a doug month in august live shows with doug month yeah we alternate months if you didn't catch on so that's the zoom levels all right on to the apple podcast reviews please leave an apple podcast review five stars we read it on air derek we're up to like 5 30 something now i know we are we got a really good one this last week that i shared with our patreons yeah maybe my favorite review ever i cannot wait till you have to read it on air it's it's, it's gonna be a good one all yep. right but first this week great disney pod Five stars by Buddy Snow. Hilarious and informative. It really doesn't get much better. Boom. That's it. There oh, you that's go. it. Right Sweet. To the point. I love Thank it. You, Short buddy. to the point. Thank you. Yeah. You don't need to write a whole long review about how amazing we are and our show is. You can we will hey, stop we you. But yes, yeah, I know. Please. Thank you. So uh, that helps us because we did get a really dumb, bad review a couple weeks ago. Check that out and laugh and then Fantastic. leave a good review. Yes. Emojis all around. Lots of Actually, emojis. There were some words in the, the one on Rope Drop Radio, wasn't there? Yeah, rope drop on deck just got emojis. There you go. Same so uh, check that out if you're wondering, person. and then help us with a review on top of that. So thank you. So today we are talking after hours because Disney loves to keep the parks open. They love to sell them. They love to make more money when they can. But Doug, you and I have never done an after hours event. Am I right? No, it's crazy. We've done extra magic hours. We've done like extra time thing whatever they call the deluxe hours rope drop radio we like to get to the parks early early. but then we get really tired and pass out we don't make it late night Mm -hmm. yeah all those halloween parties christmas parties are hard on us but we do it but there's these events where they can sell the park twice and you get lots of things with it it's very different than a party so we brought on a guest right Derek? 
We did. So Alan of Kraus Mouse Adventures, he's from YouTube. Welcome to Rope Drop Radio. Thank you. Good to be with you, Derek and Doug. And good to see you, Doug, again. Uh, We went on the fantasy together this summer, so it's fun to see you every day there. I wish we were back on the fantasy. Are there after-hour events on the fantasy? (laughs) Well, from Um, what I hear, you can stay up pretty late on the fantasy, but I did not. You can. I mean, yes. I mean, I kind of talked about what I did at 1 a.m. on the fantasy. I was just kind of patrolling, making sure someone wasn't getting in trouble. But anywho, that's a... That goes to, that's a different show altogether. Anyway, Alan, why don't you give a little bit of your Disney background with everybody? Yeah, so I grew up in San Diego, which is about 90 minutes from Disneyland. And my dad was a dentist. And every year there was a a dental convention at the Anaheim Dental Center, or sorry, the Anaheim Convention Center, which Mm -hmm. is across the street from Disneyland. And so we would go up there as a family. And my brother and I would go to the convention, uh, go to Disneyland with my mom. And my dad would go to the convention. And... Sometimes just my brother and I would go up ourselves. And back then in the 80s, you could be pretty young and be at Disneyland by yourself. So I remember being seven and my brother was 10. And we would spend the whole day there. My, bro- my mom would just give us cash and um, we, would, we would take the, the monorail back to the Disneyland Hotel at dinner time and meet them for dinner. Um, and that was back in the days of the People Mover and the Skyway. Um, and then day. as a kid, we, we vacationed in Disney World back when it was uh, Disney's MGM Studios before Animal Kingdom. And fast forwarding, uh, so now I live in Irvine, which is about 15 minutes from Disneyland. And when my kids were born, I was a stay-at-home dad, and I would just take them to the parks just to walk around in the stroller. Uh, you know, they were free when they were under three, so that was that was nice to do. And then fast forwarding even more, um, you know, we go to the park pretty regularly, and then we've been to Disney World a few times, and on a couple cruises, and to Alani. And I enjoy sharing my Disney adventures and my love of Disney on YouTube. And it's also a way for my family to remember what we've done. Yeah, the YouTube videos are nice. Hold on. I got to go all the way back because you said your dad was a dentist. That's right. That is where I'm hung up on because Doug is a dentist, my dentist. And so now I'm wondering if, no, I did. I tuned out. Uh, But uh, Alden, (laughs) Samantha, Claire, is this going to be them in the future? Okay. I don't, I yeah. don't know. Is there a thing with dentists and Disney? Because we've had others on the show as well. Yes, yeah, maybe. We We're special group. We're a special okay. group. Okay, I'm just, okay, there you go. That's all you got out of all that. Yeah. I so, mean, I heard everything else, but the fact that the dentist and Disney thing, that, that just amazes me right now. Yep. So back to Disney. Thank um, you. Okay. Yeah, Al, uh, Alan, you do an awesome job of uh, posting those rope drop pictures to oh, a Disneyland. You. You're on the rope yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely like to get there early and be right up at the rope and get the morning started off right. All right. So even though you do Disneyland a lot, you know it inside mm-hmm. and out. For today's topic with the after hours events, right? We're talking about when Disney sells the park twice. They got to make their money double time. Um, you've done after hours park events on both coasts, right? Right. Yeah. So they have after hours at Hollywood Studios, Epcot. Magic Kingdom and Typhoon Lagoon. Um, though I think for the rest of the year, it's just Epcot and Typhoon Lagoon. And they're three hours long from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. And it's about the same price as a day ticket. So it's $149 for Hollywood Studios. Um, Epcot is $129 or $139, depending on the day. And there's discounts for annual passes or DVC members. And you don't get the shows at Hollywood Studios. Um, so Beauty and the Beast or Indiana Jones or Frozen are not part of it. And you might think, well, why would I spend a full price ticket when I only get three hours? And it is definitely worth it. And I'll explain why. 
So you get all the attractions, including Rise and Guardians. Um, you get unlimited snacks included. So popcorn, ice cream, all the Mickey premium bars you can eat, uh, fruit bars, sodas, and water. And they list PhotoPass as part of it. And it's kind of part of it. The PhotoPass photographers are included. But if you want the pictures, you have to buy those separately. So that's a little bit misleading. That's 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 some special wording, Disney. Yeah, we were we were at the end of the night. We're like, wait a minute, our photos have those um, images over them. We can't see them. And guest services said, oh yeah, you have to buy those. We, just, we give you the photographers, and you have to pay for the photos. <laughs> like, okay, great. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And then um, at Hollywood Studios, they have some characters, um, Toy Story pals, and Star Wars characters. Um, but we only saw the the Green Army men. And um, so that's kind of an overview of how they work. That's pretty cool. A lot of stuff included. Um, And I believe you can get in at 7 p.m., even though the event starts at 10 p.m., right? Right, right. So there's a lot more to it. So you might think, well, okay, you said there's unlimited snacks. That's nice. But is that really worth the expense? And I'll walk you through our experience at Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Um, So as you mentioned, even though officially it starts at 10, you can enter at 7 so you really get six hours in the park and the park closes at nine. So you have two hours mixed with regular guests. And then there's one hour of this in-between time where the regular guests are leaving, but you can still ride the rides with your wristband. So at Hollywood Studios, we entered at seven um, and we could have done Fantasmic. They still include Fantasmic because um, that's during the normal operating time. But we decided not to because we've done it recently at Disneyland. And honestly, I think Disneyland is, is better. Um, so now we don't have it because the dragon no burned up. There's no That's seats, true. Alan. There's, There's no, no seats, seats, but I love the show there. Okay. Um, so, so when we're mixed with the regular crowd, uh, we, we just want to get through some rides. So we did Star Tours, Smuggler's Run, Tower of Terror. And by that time, it's nine o'clock and the park closed. Um, Smuggler's Run took a while because it had closed down right before. And so they were getting through the lightning lanes um, so that took us mm. a little while. That's about right for Hollywood Studios, though. And then uh, once the park closed, we did Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, Mickey and Minnie's. And then it's by that time, it's 10 o'clock. So now it's the official start of the After Hours event. And so we went to Slinky Dog. And I was worried that the, the snacks would run out. So I thought, well, we better get our popcorn before it runs out. But there was they were prepared. They had so much popcorn boxes and boxes all through the night coming out nonstop and soda bottles and ice creams. Um, now the flip side of that is that they had prepared them that day. So they weren't freshly popped. So they were those boxes. So it was still good, but you could tell it wasn't fresh, but they had you, a lot of it. Do you pick the popcorn up at the regular popcorn stands, which there's not many in Hollywood studios, or do they have like spots around the park? Yeah, they had stands set up, especially for this, where they just had okay. them bringing out all constantly. Um, so after that, we did Midway Mania, Alien Swirling Saucers. Uh, we then got a fruit bar and water. to. We used the fruit bar to kind of cool off, put the fruit bar on our foreheads, because even though it's at night, it's Florida in the summer, and it's it's not... You're not used to that humidity, are you? No. Oh, my you goodness. can't handle that. No. So that's pretty intense, even at nighttime. Um, after that, we did Rise. And then at that point, we had done every ride in Hollywood Studios, and it was 1137. So... so, so- an hour and a half after technically it started, right? Right. So, which is incredible. Um, so th- then we did the projection show. They have um, the wonderful world of animation projected on uh, the Chinese theater. And there was hardly anybody there. We got there just a few minutes before it started. 
and sat down right in the middle, right in the front. And it was a fun show. They have fireworks and it was it was more impressive than I was expecting. So it was fun. We then got to do Slinky Dog twice and then Midway Mania again. And then at that point, it was 12.55. So we had five more minutes of the late night. And um, we kind of did what uh, Derek talked about last time with Declan running to rise right at the very end. So we got there three minutes before 1 a.m. and just walked right on. There was nobody behind us, no one in front of us. We got our own vehicle. It was an amazing way to, to end the night. Um, so we did every ride, Slinky Dog three times, Rise twice, Midway Mania twice, um, which was unbelievable. So uh, you can see for Hollywood Studios, the After Hours event is definitely worth it. It was pretty incredible. Now, yeah. Epcot was a little different. Epcot, you don't get the full park. So it's a different experience, uh, which we actually didn't realize ahead of time. Um, and I'll get to that in a moment. But with Epcot, so we were staying at the Polynesian. So we just took the, we walked to the TTC and took the monorail in. And we entered at seven, which is the earliest you can enter with the after hours ticket. Uh, we, we wanted to knock through all the rides. So we did spaceship. You didn't have a regular park ticket for that day. This That's was right. The ticket that okay. you bought specifically. So like, right. you don't have an AP and you want to plan for this. You don't have to pay for the park twice either. You can sleep in resort day That's and then hit it. Right. Fly in that day, travel that day. That's a good tip. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we were still on West Coast time, so this was perfect. So oh, we got yeah. up kind of later, had brunch, went to the pool, and then later got ready for the After Hours event. So when we entered, we did Spaceship Earth and Soren, Living with the Land. We got our basically our own boat for that. Uh, the Seas with Nemo and Friends. And at this point, it's 9 p.m., so the park closed. Um, and then we really wanted to do Guardians. We had never done Guardians before, and they didn't have the Lightning Lane or Virtual Queue for the After Hours event. So we, we had a get in line for that and so i think standby then right so i think that's this yeah. is the first time they're doing standby for that just at, at the after hours events um so that was pretty incredible it was a little more intense than i was expecting uh, my wife loved it um i was a little woozy after that but uh but it's still join a fun experience join the, join the <laughs> yeah. how long did you have to wait for doug yeah understatement yeah. sure um good question well we were waiting there a little bit before they started the line moving okay. and then Free maybe line. it was like Maybe it was like 25 minutes. Okay. So yeah, not, bad. not bad. Not bad. For, I can yeah. see if you're paying for an extra ticketed event. And if you're waiting in line for a long time for any attraction, that can be a uh, moment. They do right. a good job of limiting capacity on these. They do sell out. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the huge advantages. Um, so after Guardians, we did Test Track and the Grand Fiesta Tour. And they had some extra entertainment there. They had a mariachi band in Mexico. And not just three musicians, but it was like 10 of them. It was a pretty oh, big, wow. nice band. Um, we did Frozen twice. And then our plan was to walk to Remy. But that's when we found out that a lot of the World Showcase is not available after hours. So basically from Morocco to, um, to or sorry, from China to Morocco, that whole area is closed. Okay. So we had a walk around toward England and Canada. That is like close, close. You can't yeah. Go by. Oh, right. that's it's nuts. dark, roped off. No one can yeah. go back there. Um, okay. So that's the thing to be aware of is that not only that section closed, but even the showcases that were open were kind of dark and not really the same Inviting? guest experience. So no pretzel and beer, Derek. It's your German yeah, heritage shut down. I'm out. Yeah. Not a late night there. 
I'm not now, a late night person anyway, so this not. is fascinating to me. At all. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so that was kind of a negative surprise. But a positive surprise is when we were walking through Canada, we saw that the maple popcorn was part of the After Hours Ooh. event. Oh, so we that's got, worth the price alone. Yeah, so we got included maple popcorn, which we had never tried before, and we were really excited to try that. So that was nice to try. Um, I actually like the butter popcorn more, but it was it was nice to have that maple popcorn. Um, we did Remy twice, Journey to Imagination. And now at Epcot, they have the popcorn um, distributed at the regular popcorn stands. Okay. So those are fresh, hot, buttery popcorn. Um, and that was delicious. So right outside of Journey to Imagination, we got their, their hot popcorn. Uh, so much better than Hollywood Studios for that popcorn. Do they have a special map um, when you come into the park with like, popcorn labeled really big on the map and like snack locations at Hollywood studios. Right. They had, they give you a pamphlet. It's not a map, but it lists the locations where they are. Okay. Um, and then other entertainment, they had a DJ playing music throughout the park and Chip and Dale were dancing with the DJ. Um, you just combined your man, DJ and Chip and Dale. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So we did everything at Epcot except mission space. And that was just, that was our choice. We just didn't want to do that. We had done that before and wasn't our type of ride. Um, so it's not a great experience if you want to experience all of Epcot with the whole world showcase, um, all those pavilions. But for us, since our priority was the rides, uh, we loved it. And another thing we were surprised at is the, the monorail was closed when we got out because the monorail closed Ooh. at 11. So we thought, oh, we'd take the monorail back to the TTC, but oh, no, it's closed. So two so hours early. I feel like uh, yeah. that should be communicated within Disney yeah. people. Yeah. Communication, Derek. No, Disney I know doesn't details. Do that. No, minor, minor details. Sorry, hey, you stranded all these people at Epcot. Yeah, get on your bus, fool. Yeah, that's that is well, not their strong suit. Communicating and uh, operations. Talking what? There's an after hours event tonight. We didn't know Skyliner shut off. Right. Yeah, if you're buying normal ticket and don't know that there's an early closure, I, that's a bummer. So it seems like these events are great for individuals that want to do attractions with minimal weight, minimal crowds, and not have to get up early, fight the rope drop, and you get some snacks thrown in kind of as a bonus. I guess you could eat your mission in Mickey bars, right? Yeah, we got a lot of snacks. Uh, Yeah, if you add up all those, that was a lot of money in snacks. So yeah, the things I like about them, there's less crowds. Uh, We did all the rides and, and repeats at Hollywood Studios. I mean... When can you ever do Rise twice and Slinky Dog three times during normal hours? Um, um, yeah, never. Right? never. Like, so this this is what you like the most about these events. Okay. Right. Um, there's low stress. So last time we went to Hollywood Studios during the day, we rope dropped. And at the second we could book a lightning lane, we refreshed and the Disneyland app cra- or the Disney World app crashed. That's and so. Sad. Yeah, so that kind of uh, messed up our, our experience there. And you have that stress of trying to get the lightning lanes right away. Um, it's also less hot. It's still warm in Florida and humid, but it's a lot less hot at night. Um, you get the snacks included. And as I mentioned, since we were on West Coast time, it was perfect for us to be up late. The time of year that these run, like, so they're about to stop, right? They run these events during the non-party season. Even though like Epcot Hollywood Studios, although Hollywood Studios does have a Christmas party now, even though they don't have Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, they still don't offer the Epcot party into or after hours event into the party season, probably because people want that option of somewhere to go at seven or six 
when Magic Kingdom closes, right? So this is kind of a late spring through the summer sort of thing usually, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what month they started, but I yeah, think I like... couldn't remember, and I didn't. Frankly, listeners, I didn't care enough to look it, it up. It literally is it... a way for Disney to make more money when they're not in Halloween and Christmas party season. That's yeah. it. Like, so, like, my family has done the morning event that's similar, where they're like, you get an hour, and these are the attractions that are open. Oh, and you get breakfast, like thrown in there. Mm-hmm. And they've done that, which is a similar but a kind of a shorter thing. Like they can't open at four a.m. to give you four hours, yeah. three hours, right? Yeah, they're I mean, yeah they're they getting could. creative with how many times they can charge people for different things for the same thing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah that's the, the key. I mean, if the rides could actually handle operating twenty four seven, you know they would. Yeah, um, they would. Yeah. Yeah. But rides definitely needs to be turned off every now and then. And oh my gosh. Up. The button Did you push, get like... B or C mode? Oh, we had no. We had the whole thing. We had Kylo. Oh, shut! Everything up. was working. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Kylo so, I guess I have to buy an after-hours ticket to see. Yeah, Kylo. they turn them on yes. at night. They. That's why it costs so much, Derek. That makes sense. The only people get to see Kylo Ren. Yeah. It's been nine times. I'm not counting. It is actually nine that I've not seen him. Yeah. So there are there are a few things I would change. I would. I mean, it's easy for them to include photos with the photo pass. So it'd be nice if they did that. They do that at Disneyland for their after hours events. Um, it'd be nice if they had some more characters in the park. And uh, it'd be nice if the monorail was still open at that time. But those are just some minor things. I mean, overall, it's a great experience. Yeah, it's a pretty small list of changes that you'd make. Um, I, I guess, yeah, having World Showcase open and fully functioning would be a nice thing. Right. But not necessary, would you say? Right. I mean, our priority was the rides and we did all the rides and we filled the night. So if if you haven't been to Epcot in a while and you want to do the World Showcase, then then the night event is not what you should prioritize. I noticed you did not go on Figment. Just Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, he did. Oh, you said oh he did. I missed that? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I just thought you got popcorn outside of Figment. Okay. No, yeah, we did Figment. We did Figment. We got okay. popcorn outside of Figment. I was going to make fun of Figment, but I guess that doesn't work now. Yeah. No, he's there oh, after he's hours and all. Everything but Mission Space. So right? one of right. my questions was, uh, like, the reason we were there, and we actually talked about doing the after hours, but our kids are young, and I'm old and i can't stay up late so Derek, you're the youngest person on the show right now but pretty, whatever there you go anyway what is the uh the ratio of adult and kids at these after hour events oh good question mm-hmm. um yeah i did yeah now that you mentioned i seem to remember a lot less kids than would normally be there but i did see people with strollers and the people with strollers were loading up their strollers with snacks and so was there a kid in the stroller <laughs> i don't know all the popcorn <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see a kid. I just saw a stroll of snacks. <laughs> Caramel popcorn. Going was there in. any um, non-frozen or melting snacks other than popcorn? Like, were there pretzels or cookies no, or anything? No, just popcorn. Okay. Yeah. And then you could buy food at at, at the front of the park as a normal place. Buy food. Hard pass. Not going right. to be... Kids, you're eating the free stuff. Right. Wait. Included. There you included. go. Included. It's, it's Which like is a scary. Because it depends how many sweets there are. It's like what goes up must come down. That dessert party is usually. Oh, no. The Mickey's not so scary when I'm like, how many candy bars have you had? Oh, we save that for the next few. That sits in the hotel room and feeds us the rest of the week if we're there. Oh, okay. That's what the Halloween party is for. 
So one thing that's interesting is that the Walt Disney World After Hours is a lot different from the Disneyland After Hours. Mm -hmm. So the Disneyland ones are all themed. So there's a princess night, a pride night, Star Wars, throwback, 80s, sweetheart night. Um, and they do a really good job of theming everything. Uh, there's lots of characters come out and unique characters. Like they had Princess Leia at Princess Night. We went to that for my daughter's birthday. Um, they have Princess Atta from the Bugs from Bugs Life. Oh. Um, they had the character from Atlantis. I forgot her name, but she's, I guess, oh. a princess from Atlantis. Um, they had Anakin and Queen Amidala. Um, and they had a parade for P Pride Night. Um, they have special foods. And the foods are not included at Disneyland. So those are extra, but they're kind of themed for the night. Um, and they have different shows. Like for Princess Night, they had a show on Rivers of America. And they had Giselle from Enchanted go down Main Street in her carriage. They have a little show on, on Main Street at the train station. And then uh, sometimes they'll have fireworks. Like uh, um, for Star Wars Night, they had a special fireworks display. And at Disneyland, there's really too much to do because the characters can have really long lines. And so you have to prioritize if you want to see characters, uh, which characters you want to see, if you want to go on rides. Um, for example, the, the line for Princess Leia got to be over two hours at one point. So oh, I saw uh, the Darkwing Duck ride. I got tagged in on Twitter, and it was an hour forty-five for one of my Twitter followers. Wow. Like, meet Darkwing me Duck. To meet, and he's like, "I know you do this." I'm like, "I would have rope dropped that one." Yeah, <laughs> that reminds me kind of the Halloween party at mm -hmm. Disney World, right? Like the conundrum is, what character do I devote all this time to? Where you don't have that problem at the parties in Florida, the after-hour events in Florida. Sorry. But so you have that at Disneyland. They probably theme them at Disneyland to keep it fresh so that locals go to them all, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot, lot more of a locals park. So uh, they change it up, get more people coming in. We're in Florida, like, ah, oh, these vacationer suckers. We got them. We'll get them one at a time. They said 80s and 90s night at Disneyland, and I almost booked right. a trip. So I, I can see how that can pull some people. Oh, yeah. I wish they did more of that at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. So I think their goal is to try to trick annual pass holders at Disneyland into paying for the park. That's oh, that what makes sense. That's what they're doing. They're trying to. Yeah. They're, it's just a big scam. They have those characters. They could roll them out any day they wanted. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. but they save them. They save. They know what they're doing. Every now and then, sometimes they don't. Like, why isn't there a Star Wars character meal? I mean, blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Anywho, back <laughs> back to on topic. Um, so those are pretty interesting East versus West things. Which do you like better, East or West Coast after Ooh. hour events? That's, you have that's to pick your favorite. That's child. hard to yeah, pick your favorite child. That's that's tricky. Um, I mean, I, I love since I don't go to Disney World as often. It was great to be able to do all those rides stress free and enjoyed that a lot. Um, but it's also fun when they, they change up Disneyland and theme the whole place and have special foods and characters. So. Um, yeah, it's just a different experience, but both great experiences. Interesting. Hard to pick yeah. your favorite child. I get it. That's not most days. It was Claire today, I think. Okay. Hope she listens. Nah, no. Usually the children give you a reason to pick not them. That's usually what happens is the favorite is by default of they angered you the least. That's how that works. You if you know. could make any changes to the West Coast part after hours... What would you do? I would make it longer because it's it's hard. You know, if you're waiting 90 minutes for a character, there's a huge chunk of your time wasted mm -hmm. or not wasted, but gone in that in that moment. So, yeah, that's the stressful thing about the West Coast is that you really have to prioritize what who you want to see, what you want to do. 
Do you want to spend some time trying some foods? Do you want to try to meet characters or just go on a bunch of rides? So um, it'd be great if those were longer. Would you like to see an Animal Kingdom after hours event? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting to see the animals. That, but then, yeah, I wonder how that would, how the it, animals it would It messes like. with their schedules, right? Yeah. That's what they'll say. Right. Why they'll oh, I think they could it. have some fun in Avatar. I would love to see right, some sort of... of Rivers of Light type show back there. Oh, right. They could do some things. Get yeah. those jet skis back out, man. Just some dinosaur things walking around dinosaur. Bring kite tails back to life. Yeah, <laughs> I love lights. it. There's a lot of ideas. Animal kite tails was it. the best worst show ever. <laughs> when I saw that the first day, I'm like, there's no way this is open at the end of the week. It survived months. I was wrong. Yeah, we sat in the sun for that ride and uh, was a little disappointed. But <laughs> Kite tails. So my question back, circling back, yeah, uh, circle. cost versus what you get. Do you feel yeah. like overall it's a worth it? Like if someone's listening to the show right now, they're debating, they're on the fence, whether they're out west or east. What do you think? Uh, is it something that they should do? I would say absolutely. I mean, think if you want to rise, ride Rise and you're paying for that separately and you get that included at night and you can possibly do it multiple times. I mean, um, I'd say you're not buying the lightning lane like we right. always say. Oh I mean, you're gosh, saving money yeah. that way. Yeah. There's 50 bucks a person right there if you do it twice. Yeah. Right. And if you're able to go to Epcot two days, you know, one day to do the pavilions and then do the after hours event to get all the rides in, that'd be a great thing. Yeah, saving money on Guardians. I could see how it works out financially to do that, saving money on Lightning Lane. Maybe you don't do a Genie Plus Day or Lightning Lane Day and save it for the, the After Hours event. Yeah, yeah, you can bend the math to make sense without doing too much bending, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, and then you can um, you know, enjoy the resorts a little bit more, not be stressed about getting there so early and booking your Lightning Lanes right away. Did you go to Disney Springs either of those days, or did you just chill at the resort? Uh, not those days. We went before and after, uh, but not on the resort days. We just stayed at the Polynesian Pool and uh, enjoyed that and went to the Grand Floridian Cafe for brunch. Yeah, That's a good nice one. Time. See, we uh, need to find someone who's like, no, I rope drop. I was there at 7 a.m. ready to go, and then I did the after hours till 1 a.m. That's, you know, that's, that's dedication. That's intense. Yeah, that's... Almost concerning amount of energy. I don't have that kind of no, energy. No, I is, do not anymore at all. That is for sure. Well, after hours events sound pretty darn good. I I kind of want to do one, but I, I don't think they were happening in the days we were in the parks where they no, did. I did the deluxe thing one time. Yeah, the that hour. Just yeah. Extra time. Early, that, that early entry. Still, I can't remember what they even Early entry is great. Yep. Yeah, early entry. I love that early entry is every park every day because it lets the crowds distribute evenly, mm -hmm. unlike Extra Magic Hour where the crowds flocked to where it was at, which also made it good to avoid that park, though. We had that going for us. But this is a whole different deal because you're getting food, very small crowds. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. I'm wondering, my final thing is, uh, what do you think the crowd's like compared think a halloween party versus after hours event where are we at so i haven't done the halloween party in disney world i've done oogie boogie on the west coast and that's yeah. that's very crowded they they pack it in and those sell out very fast mm -hmm. um oogie boogie was more crowded than the after hours at disney world um yeah i imagine they let more people in there i'm not sure 
or maybe California Adventure are just more compact, but Hollywood Studios is also kind of compact. Yeah. So. I was assuming they did more for the Halloween Christmas yeah, party I than think they did for After Hours. I think this mm-hmm. is capped way lower. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I think that might do it. Here we go. Well, Derek? now I think Doug and I, we need to book one on a trip. Maybe someday, eventually. Maybe next If we can June. stay up we're, that late. We're trying to figure out times for our next rope drop trip. So, June 2024. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll figure we'll, out a day. We'll get it figured out the exact days in the next week or so. So stay tuned for that. But yes. right now, Derek, I think it, it is, is time, time for, for the, the lightning round. round. Congratulations. Alan, you have made it to the lightning round where the scores are made up and the points don't matter. So we're going to ask you a question about your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever you need to answer with under the Disney umbrella. I guess even Fox will allow Homer Simpson in there if need be. So are you ready? I am ready. All right. Favorite Disney movie? Aladdin. Okay. Derek, that's that's one you're calling there. It is. All right. Favorite Disney character? Now, this is one's kind of obscure, but I love Chuby, the owl at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That, that is, wow. yes, deep cut. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, we kind of trying to start a hashtag. It's only kind of caught on with the trumpet squid. Yeah. But that would be a deeper cut, I think, that although is. a more prominent character because the owls all over, they sell plush, right? Of the right. owl even. We when we when we get a plush of the trumpet squid, Derek, we know we've made it. Oh, I'm buying it, and I I oh if gosh, that so ever many. happens, not only am I buying it, we're doing a giveaway on the show. I wonder if we can make a plush. And, I don't know. Love now it. I have ideas. Okay. Anyway, what what did you say the owl's name was again? Shuby. Shuby. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. I it's a good ride. Very rewritable. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite Disney villain. Yisma from Emperor's New Groove. That's a good one. Good choice. Always yeah. solid. Favorite Disney song? Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Okay, back to that Aladdin okay. well. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney park? I'd go with Disneyland. It's the classic original. All right. Uh, reminds me of my childhood, and it's packed with all kinds of fun attractions. So if you had to pick one from Disney World, which one would it be? I would go with Epcot just because it's it's unique. I really like the World Showcase. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the different. least Disneyland like one. Other yeah, than Animal it's, Kingdom. it's very unique. But you got the San Diego Zoo, so that probably spoils you a little bit for the Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. All right. So, favorite classic attraction? You define classic. People Mover takes me back to when I was a kid riding into Disneyland, and I just it's just so relaxing. Before Rest they thought they needed to upgrade it with the rocket rods or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oof, that, that was ruined a failure. The, the poles. All right. All right. Favorite modern attraction you define? Modern. So Rise and Radiator Springs are amazing, but right now my new favorite is Tron. I loved Tron. Interesting. That might be not. our first. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. I I did not expect to get sick on Tron. I'm so disappointed. That is yeah, our yeah. first, though, by the way. Oh, okay. Congrats. Yeah. Yes. Breaking the seal on Tron. All right. Favorite resort. Aulani. Combining Hawaii with Disney. It's amazing. It is beautiful. I'm going to take your word for it. It is great. You got to go someday, Doug. Someday. Someday. All right. Favorite Disney counter service restaurant. Hmm. 
Now, I love Satuli Canteen and Woody's Lunchbox, but my new favorite is Cafe Daisy at Toontown. They have this pizza uh, flop over, which is really good. You are gluten- not wrong. Oh, yeah. You had that? And they I had that. Free- yeah. Yeah. Michelle enjoyed the gluten-free one. I really liked it. It was like, it was kind of like, what's open in this? It was like, oh, there's gluten-free. And so Michelle placed the order. I'm like, just order me whatever you think. And that was really good. Okay, yeah, it wasn't yeah, crazy. Surprisingly good. Oh no, yeah. you named the number one and number two off the top. I was hoping you were sticking in that realm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you with the Aladdin? No, he what, said Satulis and Woody's. And I was right. Like, yeah. Oh <laughs> no. It's this, but it's like a window you eat in Toontown, just outside. It's it was good though. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they, they put like this garlic butter on the crust and pile in the cheese. It's really good. Lots of cheese. It was good. I'd eat it again. Okay. You cannot, Derek. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. All right. Favorite table service restaurant? Ohana. Excellent. Yes. Choice. Good win. Yes. Love Ohana. Yeah. Haven't been to the character breakfast, but the, nah. the dinner is Yeah, breakfast. it's not that great. No, it's okay. just breakfast. It's, it is what it is. All right. Favorite Disney snack? No pressure, but this is an important one. Uh-oh. Uh, Dole Whip. Oh, Paul, he's listened to the show before. Yeah, well, he could have said pretzel, Derek. He could have said salt. Well, I'm gluten-free, so I had to go with, I can't go with the pretzel. They don't have gluten-free pretzels, but um, Dole Whips are amazing. Someday, maybe. Have you had the gluten-free churros at um, Animal Kingdom? Oh, in Animal Kingdom? No, but I want to get those. I heard they're really good. They are. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Favorite Disney drink? The Tropical Serenade uh, from Aloha Isle. It's, it's kind of half drink, half uh, soft serve. It has pog juice on the bottom and coconut soft serve on the top. I love that. It's a good one. Those sound good. All right. Disney travel bucket list item. Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Good choice. That's a, that's a good yep. choice. It's on all, a lot of lists right now. Yeah, it's yeah. a definite bucket. All right. Well, that completes the The lightning lightning round. round. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Take a minute and let our listeners know where they can find you. Yeah. So I'm at Krause Mouse Adventures on YouTube. Krause is K-R-A-U-S-E. I'm also on X, formerly known as Twitter. (laughs) A little bit on Instagram. Don't do much on Instagram. And I'm not cool enough to be on TikTok yet. So um, neither are we. we. (laughs) Yeah. So this is fun, guys. Yeah. Awesome. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes and share it on our social media at Rope Drop Radio and all the things. And thank you so much for being on the show. I now am like, ah, I should book an after hours. And I know, then it as makes I, sense. It makes sense. And then I look at the time and I'm like, I need to go to bed. So I, I laugh because on the show, you're like, you did what Declan and I did. We ran. That was at 8.57. You're doing it after midnight. Like those are two different time frames. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you got to decide, do you want a rope drop or do you want to do the night event? Yeah. Um, I guess we ne- you never said exactly how old your your uh, kids are that you're yeah, doing so this with. Right. They're 11 and 13. So they they were able to go the whole night. Yeah. That's a Disney whole magic. That's what it is. Yeah. And West Coast biological. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. At the, the end, uh, my 11-year-old wanted to try to do test track again. She's like, let's, let's try one more time. Let's try. So, yeah, she was nonstop. And then I wake them up early the next day because it's rope drop radio and we're going to rope drop. So, you know, there are things, give or take, mm-hmm. on 
shows. So afternoon right, naps. It, that's what I need an afternoon nap now. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. We are going to get to the Patreon episode where we'll talk some more. If you want to hear that, you're going to have to support the show. It is in the show notes. And of course, if you want to book a trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or Disney Cruise or go to Tokyo Disney Sea, like we all want to do, you will have to check out our sponsors. We have a link in the show notes, touringplans.com slash rope drop. And those amazing destination specialists will help you plan an amazing vacation. But that is all the time that we have. For Alan and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.